The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hi, good afternoon. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio, Search Engine Optimization Channel, stream it on semsynergy.com, or pick it up on iTunes. Last week, our office, Bruce Clay, Australia, our office in Sydney, uh, had a useful post on keyword research. And today we thought we'd discuss keyword research just a little bit. Clearly, it's a necessary first step. If you don't have a target, you won't know you're going to hit it. So... Uh, obviously, we have to do some form of keyword research. There's quite a few considerations. Um, one of them I think they discussed is seasonality. Is that? Yeah, and there are some great tools out there that they pointed to to help people do that initial research on when a keyword is really being queried or what time of the year or based on, you know, maybe the example they used was a sports season. And they emphasized regional differences, and one of them is perhaps the misspellings or different spellings of a word. But I'll mention that in December, I'll bet searches for bikinis is actually higher in Australia than in August. So the seasonality and regional issues, I think, actually somewhat coincide Um spoke to somebody that's a friend of mine that uh, is doing shoes. And it turns out in certain countries, very bright colored shoes are in. In other countries, those shoes would never sell. That they actually come up with seasonal lines by country based upon the preferences and things like that. Well, I think keywords are used the same way. The kinds of keywords you would use clearly are different. And even if the words are the same, the meanings are different. Mm -hmm. For instance, what is football in the United States or what is football in Europe? Very different words for the same word, different meanings for the same word. Mm -hmm. All of this is one of those kind of keyword mobility things. I've just made this up term up. but, (laughs) But what I mean by it is that the keywords themselves shift rapidly throughout the year and and the importance of them and whatever but I don't think that SEOs think about that very much because we have to think long term because you can't just change something immediately it's a lesson that you really have to learn from PPC which I think is why when you're doing your keyword research if you have an AdWords account you can use that internal tool and that's the one that will really give you that seasonality and things like that and it's one of those things that you have to try and figure out how to adapt that seasonal approach to a long-term 
SEO strategy. You know, it kind of harkens back to the SEO versus PPC debate at Chicago, where they were saying, oh, well, PPC, we could just throw up a campaign, throw up a page, and we're ready to go for Christmas. Whereas SEO, how are you going to SEO for Christmas? It only happens once a year. Well, you have to put up the page and maintain it and not take it down. And, you know, just because the keyword has seasonality doesn't mean that you can't think about it in a long-term kind of fashion. Things are also cyclical. Yes. Well, I think that if you look at Google Insights and do some trending and, and look at it either regionally or by season, you'll see the keyword usage going up and down. I mean, you can you can determine a lot of that. That part, absolute mobility, keyword mobility. Keyword mobility. Keyword yeah. mobility. Um, but you're right. The other thing that I think we run into are people are somewhat short-sighted. Uh, they only care about keywords that they care about. <laughs> Maybe that's the wrong way to put it, but if I'm in the United States, I don't care about keywords in Brazil. Or even in the same language, Europe, perhaps the UK or Australia. I mean, I'm not worried about what keywords they would use. I'm worried about what keywords my clients in my area would use to buy my product that I can actually ship to in the same currency. And I think that's what people think of. I don't think they really worry about, okay, I'm going to run AdWords or uh, I'm going to check how many pages are indexed or I'm going to check how many videos show up for that word or... I don't think people are going to care as much about doing that during initial keyword research. I think keyword research is first and foremost a brainstorming exercise. Then you do some layering of analytic data on top of it. You usually end up guessing as to whether you're making money with it. And you keep the ones you like. And that becomes your target and that's how you do it. In pay-per-click, you can just buy them all. Because if nobody cares, nobody clicks. But in SEO, when you're spending the money and energy to do SEO on a for a particular keyword, where you're going to create content around a particular keyword, and you're going to link to it in order to get it to rank for that particular keyword, it is more of an investment. And I think that you have to be a little bit more precise in your keyword selection. And I think you're going to have to you know, make it a deliberate act, not a, oh, I found a keyword. <laughs> We're actually all out of time right now, but since we did mention this great post from the Bruce Clay Australia blog, it's also worth mentioning that today starts the next few um, months of training programs being offered by the Australia office. Um, check that out at bruceclay.com.au. Also check out the newsletter, which had a uh, article this month from the Australia team, as well as some Australian news bites from down under we're going to start doing that a lot more i think yeah we're gonna yeah we, we want to represent all of the things that are occurring internationally one of the things by the way is that if you pay attention to that you may pick up on some trends that are going to hit the u.s we know that google tries things out elsewhere before they inflict it upon the u.s public sometimes so yep all right it's time for a quick break but stay right there more sem synergy is on the way don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. 
And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. How much time do you have every day to recruit more clients, expand your business, and add more value to your service? Let WebmasterRadio.fm do the work for you. With shows like SEO Rockstars, SEO 101, and SCM Synergy, we can tailor an ad campaign that includes 30 seconds every hour and a 30-minute special every month, plus the banner ads and links you need to reach our built-in audience. What you charge an hour for service is all it takes to get started on the fast lane to growing your business. Contact sales at WebmasterRadio.fm for a consultation today. Search for solutions Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm joined by Des O'Dell, director and co-founder of Bruce Clay Australia. Thanks so much for coming on the show, Des. Thanks for having me, Virginia. Uh, Before the break, Bruce and Susan and I were taking a look at a recent entry at the Bruce Clay Australia blog. Uh, People can visit that at bruceclay.com.au slash blog. And the post was called Keyword Research Factors to Consider. And basically, we highlighted this piece because not only is it a useful resource for SEOs keeping up to date with keyword research tools and techniques, but it's also highlighted the great resource that is the Bruce Clay Australia blog. And in fact, Bruce Clay Australia has been doing a lot of exciting things lately. And so I figured you'd be just the person to catch us up. Yes, thank you for that. Um, Yeah, we've had a lot going on uh, recently, um, and we probably started our Bruce Clay Australia blog about a year ago, um, and we've been managing to get two to three posts out a week. Um, For the first time, we're contributing to the Bruce Clay Australia newsletter, which comes out this, or Bruce Clay International newsletter, which comes out this month. And then we've just recently released a report, which I think we'll talk about later in the interview. Yes, definitely. Um, I think in the U.S. we've just gotten to the point where there's this mainstream acceptance of SEO as a business requirement rather than like a luxury. So how would you uh, sum up the understanding and adoption of SEO in Australia? It's probably running behind the U.S. Um, we, we've we been providing SEO services in Australia for about four years now. Um, but it's always a hard one to, to pick because... 
I think some sectors have been very, very active in SEO in Australia, so particularly the more B2C type sectors, so travel and insurance and health, have been very active in SEO, um, whereas some of the more business-to-business -business sectors um, are, are lagging heavily behind. You know, most marketing people that you meet in Australia would um, would say that they have SEO on, on their radar, and they've been talking about it for a number of years. Um, they definitely understand the benefits of it, but their main focus has, or historically, has been more on paid search. So I think in Australia, at least with the very large companies, they're very driven by um, you know quarterly uh, sort of reporting and very focused on immediate gains um, and also measurable ROI. So they find it much more diff much easier to convince you know the people who control the budget to spend money on paid search because they know that they're going to get a, a, a defined um, return on it that they will get X traffic if they spend X. Um, whereas with SEO, it's a bit more difficult to build a business case um, that says, you know, if I spend X, I will get this amount of traffic and uh, thus ROI. So I think, you know, SEO um, is, is, is gaining momentum. Um, we work with many of the largest companies in Australia doing SEO programs. But if you look at the level of investment um, and involvement of large corporates, paid search is definitely significantly bigger. Um, but I think, you know, slowly as people understand that the traffic that you get from from uh, organic search, or at least in our experience, is, is converts significantly higher um, than paid search, um, as they start to understand that, as they start to see the benefits of, you know, if you do an SEO program, the payback can, can be over a period of 18 to 20, 24 months, even longer if you keep maintaining it. Um, so as they see those benefits start to kick in, um, there will be a shift to more SEO. Um, what we've seen in Australia over the last few years is that there's been a, a big shift in marketing spend from offline to online, as you would expect. Um, the other biggest factor that I, I see is that a couple of companies who entered the SEO space uh, um, or, or, or used SEO providers maybe five years ago in Australia were, were burnt through the process. They didn't actually get any results, so they put SEO projects on hold for a few years. Um, also, uh, another thing is that it's actually very difficult to implement an SEO project in a, in a large corporate. So um, we're finding a lot of our clients are saying, you know, we'd like to do this, but it's just too difficult. You know, when we're trying to design a website that already takes business requirements and accessibility requirements and look and feel and, and um, you know, conversion, and, and then you add SEO on top of that, it, it makes for a very challenging implementation. But the smarter clients have figured out that if they don't do that, um, you know, and, you, and you're not pumping good organic traffic, um, you know, then, then you, you're not going to have a successful website. So it, it's a long answer to your question, but I suppose what, in summary, is it, it's, it's high profile in Australia. Um, it's beginning, becoming more high profile all the time, but it's probably not at the stage that it is in America just yet. Those are all some interesting growing pains of the internet marketing industry that I think I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be able to relate to. Uh, and sorry, Virginia, another thing, just as I'm thinking about it, is cost per click uh, rates have increased drastically in Australia in the past sort of 12 months, especially in competitive spaces like you know, home loans, home insurance, car insurance, those types of things. So 
as as um, you know paid search rates have gone gone up significantly, um, you know it's easier to build a a good business case for for an SEO project. I think that also people will find a lot of points as far as making a case for SEO in the report that you mentioned, SEO factors and trends. Um, so yeah, it was it was something that started off for clients. Um, so what what we found is that a lot of our clients were were really struggling to stay on top of what was happening in the SEO world. Um, as you know, it's it's a challenging and time-consuming process to keep on top of all the blogs and discussions that are going on. Um, so most of our clients, um, you know, at that sort of online manager level, SEO manager level, marketing manager, they, they're just saying to us, look, we, we can't, we don't have the time to, to stay on top of all the things that are happening. And also many of those things are very macro. You know, can you help us with what some of the trends in that are? And we also do a bunch of work with clients helping them to, um, to get budget for SEO projects, um, and and part of that is is helping them explain to their stakeholders and their managers, um, you know what's happening in the SEO SEO world and and what they need to do to stay on top of that. So, you know, we started providing our clients with with a simple list of factors and trends, um, and that slowly grew and grew. Um, and so, what what we've tried to do with this report is to keep it really high level. Um, which is difficult in, in the SEO world because the topic is so broad and so deep um, that uh, you know it, it's hard to actually write something and keep it reasonably simple and high level. But that's the approach we took. We, we've tried to keep it high level so that a marketing manager or a marketing director or you know a, a head of a, of, the, of a website project can sit down with that report and um, within 15 minutes say, look, you know these are the most important factors. And take them off. Are we doing this, 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 and this? And we've tried to make it very actions-driven. So if you look at, you know, what we've written about personalized search, there'll be a, a bunch of recommendations at the bottom saying you should think of this, you should think of this, you should think of this. So it's more meant to be a, a prompt to to people to say, you know, is my SEO strategy covering all these areas? And then take it from there because you know there's a very big difference between. You know, saying that this is how your what what you should consider for your SEO strategy, um, taking it and interpreting it for your website and then implementing it. So, you know, the devil really is down in the detail um, of how you implement the SEO. This is more of an indicator towards what you should be thinking about. And if you're not covering those key factors in your in your SEO strategy, then you should think about including them. And and then we got really good feedback from from our clients. Um, and we thought we'd put it into into a formal document and um, and release it to to um, non-clients. And and so far the feedback's been been really good. And just in relation to the training, um, sorry I meant to mention earlier, oh, um, we we are um, we are running one-day Bruce Clay training courses in Melbourne, Sydney, and Brisbane um, in the first six months of the year. And we have Bruce Clay coming out to Australia in the middle of March to run his three-day training course. Um, so if you've never been to a course run by Bruce before, uh, I would highly recommend it. It's very interesting, very entertaining, and you will learn a lot. So middle of March, Bruce is in Australia. And if you're in Brisbane or Sydney or... Uh... For, for the one-day course. So um, the reason we, uh, we've rolled out two courses in Australia is the three-day course was, was too long for some, some people. From what's happening at least here is 
the more more sort of senior management level are coming on our one day course. Um, if you are an SEO practitioner or you're, you're implementing SEO in your company, part of an in-house SEO team, you know, or an entrepreneur setting up a new website that needs SEO and you're going to be doing it yourself, then the three-day course is, is definitely for you. So depending on your level of, uh, you know, how much you want to get out of it and how many days you're prepared to commit, um, that, that's how you sort of make the decision between the one day and the three day. Um, it is time for a quick break, but stay right there. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Hi, welcome to the SEO shop. How may I help you? Oh, hi. I'm looking for something for my website. Well, I could slip your website into a sleek web campaign. Hmm, okay. Our professional internet marketing experts can custom tailor your web campaign with our SEO services, and by the time we're finished, your website will have such high organic search rankings that it'll turn the heads off of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. I would love that. SEO-shop.com. The experts in professional internet marketing services. Let us research, plan, execute, and succeed on your web campaign today with SEO-shop.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. AFCON 2010 invites you to join us in Denver, June 21st through 23rd. AFCON 2010, where affiliates are always free. Learn more at AFFCOM2010.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Virginia, and I'm here with Susan and Bradley. And before the break, we were talking to Des O'Dell, the director of Bruce Clay Australia. The team in Australia recently released a report called SEO Factors and Trends, and it covers the key factors of ranking and SEO that emerged in 2009, and it also highlights some upcoming trends for our industry in 2010. Yeah, I think it's a really good you know, basic overview. I, I, I think that the guys in Australia did a fantastic job pulling this together. Um, I know they said they were originally just handing this out to clients, and I can see this being amazing for a client who is just like, I don't know, this is too much, what's going on? And they really did a good job of just laying out, this is what's going on, this is what was important in 2009, this is where we see it going in 2010, this is what you're going to need to pay attention to. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it... it- 
does a very good job at covering all its bases. Um, it it does a really good job at being able to keep the focus, which is always on content and subject relevance. I think it does a very good job at reinforcing the fact that having one major um, focus and then uh, taking into consideration all the different impacts in which search engines uh, evaluate that content by, I think it does a, a, a good job at um, pulling that all together and also showing the complexity. A lot of the new subjects on this year that they have a tre- key trends for 2010, I think um, Google does the best it can to try to distract people from the major focus. They People get so overwhelmed by the complexity that they don't consider coming back to the major focuses and factors, which is always, are they relevant? Do people feel that they're the most relevant for that subject? Right, yeah. I, I think this focus on giving the best answer is is really what comes through in this report, is that what you're looking for in SEO is to be the best answer. Right. And that's getting more factors than it used to. It used to just yeah. be the content was, if the content was right, it was the best answer. Now it's, if the content's right and other people agree that it's right, you know, links, then it was the best answer. Now it's, if the content's right, but everybody else has the right content too, and everybody else has links too. So are you going to give it to them as fast as possible, which is where site speed comes in? Are you going to give it to them when they're on the go, which is where mobile comes in? Are you going to give it to them in multiple ways so that different kinds of learners can learn it, which is where engagement objects come in? You, it, it's becoming more complicated in the areas of attack, but the core is still, are you delivering the best answer? And, and then the social media aspect, which is, are you, com- are you ready to talk about this subject with the people who, are, who want this information? Are you going to be authoritative? Are you going to stand on your principles and really think about what the questions they're asking? I think that that... A lot of companies aren't comfortable getting into that one-on-one conversation, but that is exactly what we're being pushed into doing. Mm-hmm. I think that um, this does a very good job. This overview does a very good job at being able to invite clients into that conversation. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs> Both of you like just opened my mind. Um, so I guess then what is it that's keeping people from, is it just that lack of realization that that's the, the, the framework that we're working in now? It's a lot of work. I, it I is. And I think that a lot of it is that SEOs know that it's a lot of work and, SEO knows, and SEOs know that this is already like where we are. But in a lot of cases, your clients are still back at, I need to have content. Right. Right. There's still a, if I build it, they will come. And that's not the case on the web. It's never really been the case on the web. You have to do work. You have to promote things in order for them to get out there. And I think that that aspect of it is where people fall down. They they want to just open their store and run their business. And they don't want to do the advertising part. And that's really where the SEO is, is the advertising part of putting yourself out there, making it clear to everyone that you know what you're talking about. It's it's the balance between um, static and and active um, content and conversation. I mean, the traditionally the way we would discuss it is to build this very uh, sort of static type of of knowledge base. Now we're talking about pushing into the 
customer base, pushing into the conversation on on the, in the social world. So you're it's really a very push mentality of going out towards the customer. Yeah, that well, is a I, I major difference. Yeah. I think that's it too. Is is the idea that consumers are not lazy, but too busy to go out and find you. Right. They need to come to them because there's so much noise in the world and there's right. so much things that we have to do. We all have, you know, these lists a mile long that we have to get through. And without you going up and saying, you need this, and actually putting it in front of them and saying, you absolutely have to have this, they're right. not going to know. Right. Even if it's something they actually need and it's not something that you're just trying to create a need for, that you still have to tell them. It's so rare that we're able to see um, clients and customers that are are able to really understand that. I mean, when I see a a product, um, my son is very much interested in uh, Dove campaigns, and Dove is changing their way. They're going after the male market, which is perfect, a perfect time for that. And they've done a, a good job at coming out into the social world and uh, if my son, six-year-old son, is is amped about Dove, it, it really lends the fact that almost any product can be made exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Unfortunately, that's all we have time for for this week's show. If you have any internet marketing questions or there's anything you'd like to hear or you just want to tell us how wrong we are in this segment, email us at synergy at bruceclay.com. Check back next week at noon for more industry info and experts. And thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.